It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? On today's show, Wizards lose to the Celtics in an embarrassing fashion. I'm very upset. I will probably be ranting on this episode. But as always, Deontay Daniels and A. Oliver with you guys for another Locked On Wizards episode. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, guys? Delonte Daniels and A. Oliver back at you guys with another Locked On Wizards podcast episode. I want to thank you all for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms and before i really get into my whole spew because i can go i'm gonna let you get your thoughts out what was your main takeaways from the game what's your thoughts um just not a lot of pride tonight jason tatum went eight for 11 he started out eight for 11 from the three i mean they talked about on the broadcast he missed 23s in a row and he comes out tonight he hit eight threes 31 points in the first half the wizards scored 45 points jason tatum alone had 31 points he had more than half of his team points he had more than half of our points uh, it was ridiculous. I mean, the man got a standing ovation coming into the game. It was a Boston Celtics home game. And it shows, once again, the Wizards, they got to make some decisions. The, the rotation is not working. This 11, 15, 20-man rotation that we're trying to play is just its not going to work. It's not working. We they tried it a couple games. It's just not working. It is what it is. They, they're going to have to make some moves. The trade deadline is fastly and quickly approaching. So they're going to have to make some moves, but they got to have some pride and, 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 and toughen up on defense. Jason Tatum coming out there hitting three after three after three. Anthony Simons has done the same thing. Yeah. It comes down to pride being physical. You got to trap, blitz, do something, change something up. He's way, he was way too comfortable. And then when we tried to guard him, you know, he found open shooters. Marcus Smart started hitting threes. Um, Grant Williams started hitting threes. Jalen Brown was hitting threes. Um, the dunk that Jason Tatum had, you know, we trapped, we didn't trap well. He split the double team with Thomas Bryant and Denny went through that and had an easy dunk and swung on the rim. And then just to add insult to injury, they did a free, they did a like Mike on Denny. Marcus Smart threw it off of Denny's back and scored. So it was just a bad game all around. I mean, you look at the numbers, the tail, they shot 48% from the three. And once again, we're, we're just awful from the three point line. We can't shoot threes. We can't make threes. We don't move the ball. Um, the chemistry is, is awful right now. It's bad. It's really bad. Don't have a rotation. Nobody gets in rhythm. Nobody gets in, in a rhythm at all or in a groove. Um, and then, you know, once again, Bradley Bill gets outplayed by their better player. Their, their, their Boston's better player or the other the opponent's better player comes in and outplays Bradley Bill. And that's what happened tonight again. And we lose by 31 points. We could have lost by 40, to be honest with you. Jason Tanner had, what, 50 points? Mm-hmm. 50 points. Could have Really could have went for 60. Only played 32 Honestly. minutes. Could have went for 60. If we would have played 40 minutes, he probably would have went for 60. Yeah, 51 points. Mm-hmm. 10 boards, not 14 from the three-point line. 18 for 28. So uh, shot over 50, 50% from the three and shot over 50% from the field. We got out rebound, out tough, out hustle. They had 57 rebounds. We had 44. Um, and, and we have unforced errors and unforced turnovers in the first half as well. They they 
they just dominated us, honestly. You know, what's until came back today. This is his first time being back, but uh, Daniel Gafford doesn't get a lot of playing time. Trez doesn't get a lot of playing time once again. The three center man rotation. Uh, and, and this this might be a wake up call. It might be a wake up call for Tommy Shepard to make some moves, you know, because time is ticking here. Yeah, I mean, my issue, my main takeaway from this game is the Washington Wizards as a whole, as an organization, is just average, man. They're average. They're not terrible, but they're not good either. And that's a terrible feeling because you never know what you're going to get. You don't know which Wizards team you're going to get. You don't know if you're going to get the one against the 76ers or the one tonight. I mean, it's awful, man. Or the one against the Raptors. Uh, it's terrible. They showed no fight. It was embarrassing. It was really embarrassing. And, you know, Montrez Harold tweets and, you know, Cat One looking a little empty on the TV feed. We need you guys to come out. People are not going to come out to watch this product. Y'all don't fight. Y'all, the Wizards do not show any fight. The Wizards do not show any pride. I mean, who wants to come out and watch that product? It's You got to earn that. You got to earn that. Dude, fans are not just going to come out to the arena, etc. That's why the Wizards are consistently one of the lowest teams when they're with their attendance rating. Because they put on a bad product year after year. And then you have decent years like the um, John Wall Boston Celtics um, game seven year, you have that year. You didn't even attend the stem was low. You have to be consistent. You look at the Capitals. The Capitals arenas, every game is, is full. It's packed. That's because they have won consistently. They have put a consistent product out there on the ice. The Wizards have not put a consistent product on the court for years. And then I'm looking crazy when fans don't show up. This... It, Next point, Bradley Bill, once again, like you said, is getting outshined by Jason Tatum. I mean, there was you talk about no fight. Bradley Bill over there sitting on the bench in the fourth quarter. Jason Tatum checking in when they up 20 to drop to get two points to get 50 plus. And I mean, at least I, I guess a little, hey, they got the St. Louis connection, so it's okay. I mean, it's embarrassing, man. When you got a guy coming in, getting an ovation coming off the bench in your supposed arena. It's embarrassing, man. Nobody took pride. Drew Gooden was losing his mind on commentary, talking about the Wizards' defense, talking about they need to fix their rotation. They don't. They played everybody today, so I know they happy. The Wizards played everybody that they could possibly play today. Everybody got minutes. So it's embarrassing, man. And they continue to be average, just like the Wizards franchise as a whole. It continues to be average because the Wizards are an average franchise, and they've been putting out an average product for forever. You know, you get a one good year, you get a good year or something, you know, here and there. But there's nothing consistent with this team, period. Just like the play this season, nothing consistent. Uh, yeah, it, it's rough. And um, some guys are just going to have to be sat on the bench. And you look at the you look at the Celtics, but to go back, yeah, I mean, historically, yeah, the Wizards are basically dead last in attendance, and, and, and it shows why. It shows why, you know, fans are not going to come out to watch an eight, nine seed team all the time, you know, especially on a Sunday where they're getting blown out. But Celtics fans definitely came. There's a lot of green yeah. in the stadium and they were they were cheering for Jason Taylor was standing ovation. Um, but, yeah, some some's got to give with this rotation and um, this three man rotation at the center position. It's not like last year with Alex Lynn and Robin Lopez and and uh, Gafford, it's it's just not going to work that way. It's just not, um, you know, Denny, I thought he gave some effort. You know, we'll talk about individual performances later, but, mm -hmm. um, 
I think this is a wake up call. You know, the Celtics were struggling before they came into this game. They're twenty. Yeah. They were twenty three and twenty four, just like us, or uh, you know, below five hundred or right at five hundred, just like us. And now, you know, we're staring in the mirror. We're staring at the standings. We're slowly moving out of the yeah. playing game. Yep. The Knicks, mm-hmm. they might mess around and get that eleventh seed, and we yep. might be on the outside looking and not even making the playoffs. Yeah. So we went from ten and three to twenty three and twenty four. Right now, we might not even make the playoffs. Yeah, this ain't your typical Eastern Conference where you 23 and 24, you still looking good. You know, it's, the conference is deeper. It's tougher. You can't be floating around 500 and hoping you get in. Wizards say they don't want to be a playing team. Well, they they may not be a playing team. They may not be anything, but in the offseason, as soon as the season ends, that's what they may find themselves being at. And, I mean, before we get into individual performances, just once again, I mean – they got embarrassed. They they got embarrassed. Celtics still playing their guys late. Wizards don't care. No scrappiness, no hard foul, no nothing. Do you not care? I mean, the Wizards fans, they care. You know, you see, you go online, you go on Reddit, you go on Twitter. They are upset. Wizards players, I mean, sure, they care. Sure, I'm sure they do. But it seems like the Wizards fans care more than them. I mean... No. The only time I'm not going to say this is the only time they care, but you know we've had two fights in between us. We haven't seen. I'm not saying they need to fight other players, but we fought ourselves more than what we fought the other team. You know, Denny and Davies, Trez and KCP. Yeah. You know, the chemistry. Some, some, some in the locker. I'm not going to speculate either, but when there's just too many guys, and sometimes less is more. They say that on the broadcast as well. Sometimes less. We've said we've said that we said that yeah. 15, 20 games ago, less. Mm-hmm. Um, so now everybody's saying it, but you know, sometimes less is more when it's 12 guys trying to get 10 minutes, Rui can barely get a rhythm. Rui is starting to play better or getting a groove. Mm-hmm. He has to sit down, but you know, we'll, we'll talk more about, you know, individual guys and whatnot. Yeah, it is tough. And before we get to individual guys, we do have to get to a message from our friends over at Truebill. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million users and helped them save over $100 million. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. We also have a message from our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good. You'll want to eat it unlike other protein bars which can be chalky or waxy or taste like a chemical spill. You want to eat healthy, but it gets so boring. By week three, you might be thinking, this is just not worth it. Where's the chocolate? Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. That way, when you enjoy a delicious Bilt Bar, you can almost count it as a workout. 
And there's so many flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and many more. In fact, Built Bar is always coming out with new limited time flavors. So check out Built.com often to see what's new. The offer is to go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. I'm going to thank you guys for making Locked On, which is your first listen. The NBA trade deadline is Thursday, February 10th at 3 p.m. Eastern time. And Locked On NBA will be covering it live from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Join Kim Becker, John Corrales, Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Joss Lloyd, and NBA veteran Antonio Daniels. And get analysis of every blockbuster move. Subscribe to Locked On NBA YouTube and turn your notifications on so you know when they go live. So, Ed, individual player performances, man. What did you think? Well, yeah, um, shout out to the Wizards legend, Antonio Daniels, and the NBA trade deadline can't come fast enough. It's less than 20 days, so it's gaining. I want to say there's uh, – we're 23 and 24, so it was that 57, 47 games in. So, mm-hmm. trade deadline, man, it's, it's going to tell. It's, 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 it's do or die time with this trade deadline. Yeah. Um, Individual guys, um, but it, it just showed how hot Jason Tatum was when he hit that buzzer beater at the half. Like he had thirty-one points at the half. He hit that buzzer. <laughs> it wasn't a buzzer beater, but that that last three was just like wow. I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, individuals um, to break it down. What I thought from some guys: um, Daniel Gafford, eleven minutes, um, no fouls. Once again, he's just not getting playing time. Um, Trez didn't come in until. Eight minutes left in the second quarter. Uh, so he is that third big off the bench. So that that is a long time. Denny was the first guy to come in, so that was interesting. I thought he gave some mm-hmm. solid minutes, um, but he, he's just got to be more physical with, with Jason Tatum. Um, I mean, they just weren't able to stop him tonight. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie, man, 0 for 7 from the three-point line, 1 for 12 from the field. I mean, that's just really bad. It's really bad. And we brought this guy in uh, expecting to be the sidekick to Bradley Bill to be the number two option. You know, we Tommy Shepard put a lot of strings to get this guy here, man. That was, was just like a six-team trade to bring him over. And Tommy Shepard in press conference said, oh, this is – when he was talking about people wanting to come to D.C., he brought up Spencer Dinwiddie. He said, oh, this Spencer Dinwiddie coming here shows that free just want to come to D.C. So it's – I'm not going to say it's a flop move, but it's, it's definitely not what we – or what I expected. I don't think he's played up to expectations um, so far. And I know he's had a knee injury. I get that. But, you know – he just hasn't played up to what we thought he was going to be. Um, yeah, one for 12 is just is, is just abysmal. It is 0 for 7. He settles for threes a lot, and, he, and he's clanking the threes. He's, he's not clanking. that great of a three-point shooter. Right, he's, he's never been. Yeah, he's never. that was never his forte. That was never really his thing coming. So, we, we yeah, we didn't expect him to shoot well, but we expected him to get down. Him and Bradley Bill, the chemistry is just bad. Let, let's just – this is just we already know that, so it is what it is on that. We've been saying that forever. Um, KCP didn't shoot the ball well either. Uh, three for 11, 0 for 4. Bradley Bill, 19.7 for 17, which is not bad. But the turnovers, once again, he just made some really unforced turnovers to start off the second half that led to a couple of fast breaks for the other team, for the Celtics. Um, Rui, I thought he played – he was a plus 7 tonight, 7.7 boards. He should have got more playing time. It's time to, it's time to play Rui some more, man. I mean, he's, he's your first-round pick from two years ago, a lottery pick, and we're barely playing him because we're just trying to – you know, we have such a log jam. He can barely get a rhythm and play. Bertans came in and just hoisted some threes. The game was over by the time he came in. Um, so that was pretty awful to watch. 
Um, then he had 13 and seven. He got hurt when he, he, he was playing on one leg for a second. And then he, he actually made a three while he was hurt. So I thought he gave effort and tried. Um, Trez, three points. Thomas Bryant had 11 points. Just defensively, Thomas wasn't great. Um, so, I mean, that, that's really it for the, for the individual guys. Kyle Kuzma, he tried. Uh, but the floater was off tonight. So, but but Brad, he's got to step up, man. And you know, there's a Twitter spaces that was that was on a lot of Wizards fans were on it. We we talked about Bradley Bill, man, and he's he, he's just not playing like a number one right now. He's just not. I know not of it, all of it is all his fault, but you know, when you want to get that max money, you gotta you're you're being compared to Giannis, LeBron, KD, Steph, Kawhi. Uh, Jokic, Joel Embiid. Um, now you can say Jason Tatum too. All these guys, they're outplaying you right now. And right now, if we want to be real and honest, Bradley Bill is a fringe All Star. He might not even make the All Star game right now, and that's really gonna that's gonna hurt him deep because we know how much he 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 puts into or the emotions that he shows when he doesn't make an All Star game or when he doesn't get a two K rating that's ninety five or whatever ninety eight ninety one whatever two K rating he was upset about this summer. Um, he's gonna have to look in the mirror too, man. Seriously. So that's that's all I got on individuals. It was a rough night, rough day today. I mean, you talk about this rotation, uh, eleven man. I know they played everybody, but that's because it was a blowout towards the end. I, I mean, it's embarrassing. You playing all these guys, and it's not like all these guys should really even be playing. It's not like you're playing a bunch of really good guys. You're playing a bunch of mid. I mean, and you talk about Daniel Gaffer in eleven minutes. You notice Daniel Grafford, you can say his defense has dropped off. He's not getting blocks anymore. It's hard to do anything when you play 11 minutes. Mentally, it's hard to know I'm going to play this first little set in the first quarter and not see the court again until who knows when. You know, because TB got to get his. Montrez got to get his. The minutes are so sporadic. Montrez Harold plays 20-something minutes. Tonight, he plays seven minutes. It's just, everything's all over the place. What are they doing? I don't know what they're doing. Everything with this rotation is all over the place. Right. You got guys who play one day and guys who don't play the next day. How will not will play this game, but he won't play that game. Davies will play this game, but he won't play that game. What is going on with this rotation? Figure it out. Do something. Solidify it. I mean, Daniel Gafford is, is doing practically nothing now because he's only playing 11 minutes. What is he supposed to do at this point? What is right. anybody supposed to do playing 19, 12, 20, 19, the next game, five minutes, 10 minutes, 12? What are you supposed to do as far as getting in a rhythm as a player when you're sporadically giving out minutes? Out, unless it's out to Dimwitty for him to go out there and shoot bricks from the three or from the field. Yeah. And then Bradley Bill and then Kyle Kuzma. Those are like the only real guys who get – and KCP. Those are like the only guys who get real, real consistent minutes. I mean – this team, I, I tweeted this. This team is what they are this season is like the definition of the franchise. They're like I said earlier, they're not terrible, but they're not good. They're just average. They float. They're okay. The Wizards franchise in general, they're just okay. They're not terrible, but they're not good. They're not the Kings, but they aren't the Miami Heat. You know, they're just okay. They're just there. They don't do anything. They don't make they don't commit to tanking, but they don't. They never committed to making a big trade to really make them a serious contender. They never have. They've just been in the middle, just there, floating. Not, okay, we're tanking? Nah, we making it a big move. We trying to contend. When's the last time we've said the Wizards are a serious contender for anything? 
Never. And after the game seven year, they did nothing to improve the team, to legitimately improve the team. And then you talk about Tommy Shepard now. He's made okay trades. You know, the Kuzma thing, that's cool. Daniel Gafford, that was cool. You know, just minor stuff. It's time to make a move if you're going to make a move. Mm-hmm. Pick a side. Go all in or go home. Stop this 500, middle of the pack, win some here, then look terrible here. It, it is just the fans are sick of it. And then expecting the fans to come out and see the product because we're not going to do it. Because the fans are tired of seeing this. I mean, as simple as that. Yeah. The, you got to be buyers or sellers. You got to be buyers or sellers. And yeah, I mean, the only time we've been competitive seriously was probably 1979 with Wesley Sell Sr. and Phil Chenier and Elvin Hayes and all the guys back from 1979 and 1978. That's about it. But um, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll get into player of the game. We already know what that is. But uh, before we do get into that, uh, this episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year. As we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond, BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to Wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. So, um, any more thoughts, man? I mean, I, like you hit the nail on the head. They either got to go go big or go home. You know, either they got to be buyers or sellers. Um, um, this is episode that we had two weeks ago. You know, should they be buyers or sellers? And honestly, yeah, if they keep it up, then, you know, I don't see Bradley Bill wanting to stay. And it's, do the Wizards really want to keep Bradley Bill either? I mean, if you're going to yeah, be under 500, if let, let's say, yeah. you know, you're looking at the next schedule, I'll let you go ahead in a second. But the schedule coming up, too, it's not getting any easier. We play the Clippers mm-hmm. on Tuesday. We play the Grizzlies, and John Moran has been on a tear. They could blow us out very easily. Then we play the Bucks with Giannis on TNT the following Tuesday. Then we play the Sixers at Philly. Then we play the Suns at home. Then we play the Miami Heat at home. Then we play the Nets. Like, the next seven games could really put us – Below, we I, we could easily go on a six-game losing streak. That's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah, and it's just irritating because I understand. And this is why I said when I was in the spaces yesterday, the Wizards Twitter space, I said I don't blame. Like, I'm not looking at people who are questioning Bradley Bill being extended to a max. I'm not looking at them crazy. I understand it because look at what the Wizards are doing now. They're average. What have the Wizards shown in the past? that they cannot build a serious contender. They they didn't do it in the Gilbert, Karan, Antoine years. They didn't do it in the John Wall era. How are we we supposed to expect them to do it now in the Bradley Bill era? They've done nothing this entire time to show us that they can build a serious contender. Nothing. And it looks bad right now. Shoot, this is one of the teams that us Wizards fans were actually pretty excited about coming into the year, and they look terrible. They look terrible. They aren't consistent at all. And we're just supposed to throw Bradley Bill all this money and expect them to do what afterwards? What have they shown us in the past to show them that we can trust them to build a serious contender here? They've shown us nothing. So as far as we're concerned, we can just look at Brad handing them all this money 
to do this all over again for five years? Be average? Just float? I mean, come on now. That's why I'm not looking at anti-Bradley Bill contract, max contract guys crazy. I understand where they're coming from. I do. Mm -hmm. No, I I do agree with you. I feel like – but like you said, if we do give him this max, we got to make a move. You can't just be in the middle and float. You got to – Sabonis is like the only name that's available. So you you just got to do what you got to do, man. You got to make some trades, trade some guys. It might have to be one of the young guys. Like uh, nobody wants to get rid of Rui or Denny, but, you know, that's that's what the Pacers are going to want. That's just an example. I don't know any other big name that we could trade that could really move the needle. Sabonis is probably the only guy. So, uh, but, yeah, who who was your player? I guess you already know. Uh, Tatum. Tatum player (laughs) of the game. I don't even know if I can give a – yeah, uh, X Factor. He yeah. took all the shots there, but yeah. um, we'll probably just wrap up. He'll get player of the game and X Factor. Tatum gets player of the game and X Factor. Right. I mean, he had cap one feeling like TD Bank Arena, so yeah, right. player of the game and X Factor. First time on this show. Oh, but yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. Fifty points could have went for sixty. Um, yeah, everybody's looking the mirror, man. This is this this could be a wake up call. Like I said, these next these next uh, six or seven games coming up. Uh, Clippers, the Clippers could easily – they're 23 and 25, but I wouldn't sleep on them. Every time we say this is an easy win, we usually lose. Yeah. Um, so the next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. Six out of the seven teams are, are way above 500. All those teams are legitimate playoff teams. Like the Heat is a legit playoff team. The Suns are a legit playoff. Sixers, Bucks, Nets, all those teams, um, Grizzlies, all – Six out of the seven games are legitimate playoff teams that can easily get to the Western Conference or the Eastern Conference Finals. So we'll see what happens in the next seven years. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Um, oh, no, Ed. <laughs> uh, they, the Wizards, they got to give us some days off from watching them. You know, for our mental health, that's great. So maybe they'll come back better. We'll mm-hmm. see. But that is all we have for you guys for this episode. I want to thank you all for making Lockdown Wizards podcast your first listen every day. Now, for your next episode, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It is free and available on all platforms. Well, Ed, that was tough. That was ugly. All right, guys, you guys keep your heads up. It's not the end of the world. We'll, just, we'll see. Maybe they can bounce back against the Clippers. So uh, I'm not going to hit the panic button just yeah, I kind of did, actually. I'm not going to lie. But <laughs> all right, you guys, hey, Lothar Wizards, make sure you guys subscribe to Locked on Wizards on YouTube and hit the notification bell and subscribe on all platforms. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.